Hi, and welcome to Listen to These Nerds. Tonight we're going to be starting up a new campaign of Wild Talents. Yes, we do actually play other systems. You'll hear them later. <laughs> we're going to be playing a campaign called Pacific City. It's a bit of a legacy campaign of something we've tried before, and we're uh, kind of starting fresh now. It's a remastered reimagining of yeah. a previous campaign. So, we'll try to do our best to not do... Hey, hey, remember this guy, guys? <laughs> but... Please bear with us. It's the remix. Hot and fresh out the kitchen. Yes. Mama rolling that body. Get everybody next to ignition. <laughs> but yeah, so, um, you know, they're all the rage nowadays, so we're, we're, we're going back um, and changing this campaign and making it a bit easier to get into for our uh, new listeners. Accessibility is all the rage these days. So, um, I, I guess the, the gist of it, if you would, Harry... Uh, yes. So, uh, it is sometime in the near future. Superheroes, or metahumans, have become something of a norm, though not without entirely a bit of friction between powered and unpowered individuals. Government-sponsored superhero teams are now something that is well used in law enforcement and other sort of things. This doesn't mean, however, that others take up the mantle of hero or villain, respectively. And as we'll find, with six individuals brought together through strange circumstances as they attempt to fight for justice, truth, and the Cascadian way. It's essentially uh, um, a alternate history. Um, you know, the uh, main important thing being America was not for... Well, America existed, but due to some cataclysmic super superhero-related events... Shenanigans. Yeah. It got split up into what is now called Cascadia. Um, the game takes place in Pacific City, um, which is a part, which is essentially, I would say, like a combination of like a Seattle, Vancouver, you know, a little bit of uh, New York in there, but, you know, generally a superhero style city. Alright, and uh, let's just go around the table and introduce our characters, uh, starting on my right. Okay, I'm, I'm starting this off now, am I? Alright. So, my character's name Wait, is... Wait, who are you? My name's Chris. <laughs> Joey, thank you. Wait, are you Chris or Joey? <laughs> <laughs> and the character I'm going to be playing is Kari. By the way, I apologize if my voice sounds a little weird. I'm unfortunately picking up a bit of a cold right now. So, powering through that. But, who cares about that? My character, Kari. Uh, she grew up essentially as a witch with her family, a group of magic users, witches and wizards more or less, who lived in hiding ever since, you know, the Salem witch trials and stuff, and basically, after a couple of events at home, she now finds herself alone in the big city and surrounded by all these strange and mysterious people who seem to have magic that she's never seen before, and magic metallic carts that can drive around with people inside of them, and all different types of magic she's never ever seen before. All right. Uh, hi, I'm Harry, and I'll be playing the role of Gene Ondori in this campaign. Gene uh, is a martial artist in training who awakens the power of a mysterious spirit that he now uses to fight crime and to solve the mystery of his mother's murder. Hello, I'm Yvette, and my character is Darian, who is a teenage mutant ninja lizard, essentially. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Ninja, not ninja powers. This is powers. Yeah, yeah. Go for it, Joey. <laughs> uh, hi, I'm Joey, and I'll be playing uh, Brandon Hart, who is a uh, formerly disgraced actor turned pro wrestler turned superhero. 
uh, who's fighting for to um, fighting against an evil media empire who uh, killed his teacher and um, destroyed pro wrestling as a sport. He seeks not only to take down this media empire, but also to reignite uh, the people and society's love in the truest thespian sport known to man. (laughs) I will restore Macho Man Randy Savage's honor. (laughs) Not Hulk Hogan, though. Not that guy. (laughs) We don't talk about him. Uh, I'm Megan. I'm very mean. Um sarcastic and all around pretty rude. Tell us and about so your I, character. I will in a second. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Um, Azalea, aka the Harpy, um, has bright red hair. She looks a lot like a comic book character in her features and in her um, proportions. Physique? Physique? The listeners uh, at home can't see it, but uh, <laughs> Megan and Joey just... Did an hourglass shape with yeah. our hands. You know what we did. Yeah. We're talking uh, about this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joey, that's so profane. Um, and she's about 25, hates the world, and hates you too. And when she turns into the harpy, basically all of her kind of baser instincts take over. Her hand, her hands turn into giant claws. Her feet turn into giant bird's claws. In fact, when she's not transformed, her feet are already pretty deformed looking. Um, black scales cover a good portion of her body, um, and wings pop out of her back pretty grotesquely. And then she just like fucks people up. Oh, and her eyes turn into like a lizard green that covers the entire iris, and the veins around the eyes. Um, become black and kind of puffy, so it almost looks like she's wearing a black mask. Mm. And she's incredibly violent. And I don't know if you... No. no. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all you need to know for now. And you can find out more later. <laughs> okay. Wait. Who, what's this? The DM has a character? <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, Joey. Uh, we This game is going to be a rotating DM style, so... Different people will be taking on the role of DM on different weeks. So for the weeks I'm not running the game, my character will be Epimethea, a uh, time traveler from the future who has come back to save the world in a from a nondescript apocalypse of some sort. Her uh, method for this is to become the shining beacon of superhumanity uh, as the hero Epimethea, masquerading as a ancient... Greek bronze statue brought to life by the Greek gods. Reverse Terminator, if you will. So now, um, due to group character creation, we're starting our first adventure in Medias Res. Uh, with Epimethea responding to a crime in progress at a high-rise apartment. Hmm. So Epimethea bursts in to the high-rise through an already broken window. And uh, what does she see when she gets in there? Right. Not me, I'm gone. <laughs> You're flying out the Well, way. no, you haven't flown out yet, yeah. remember? You... Yeah, but I'm so fast. <laughs> My coordination is six. That's not... So I will be zooming. So... I... Well, um... That's the sound of uh, another window breaking. I left. <laughs> so what she... So what she... The first thing she probably sees is a man wearing a luchador wrestling mask and a business suit um, holding a man by... Holding a man up by his collar, like uh, up... Holding him up in the air. And uh, around behind that, she sees another man dressed in what looks to be a sort of black long coat, uh, 
like, you can't see anything because you see his back, but you can see that he's wearing sort of like a baseball cap and something's tied to like his thing. You probably think it's like a bandana of some sort. And it looks like he's trying to pry open a wall. And uh, following behind Epimethea is a young lady about 21 years old, and she's wearing a... Wait, how is she following Epimethea? She's flying through the air. Wow! Uh Uh-huh. And she's wearing a very large uh, sort of cloak, like a sorcerer's cloak that is patterned with bright streaks of yellow. And she is... Well, yeah, she pretty much has, like, a mask over her face, like a very simple bandana, more or less. And overall, it's doing a very poor job of concealing her features. And she just touches down right behind Epimedia and looking around with bright... uh, Yeah, very... She's very bright-eyed and very interested to see what's going on. Uh, Joey, out of character, what is um, the sort of, like, superhero name you go by? Uh, Oh, right now, um, he's people have been calling him Mr. Medium. Hmm. Oh, shit, Medium, Medium, we've got company. (laughs) Uh, Wait, hold on. (laughs) So what is the thing that Epimedia doesn't notice in the room? Oh, yeah, um, (laughs) Epimedia does not notice (laughs) someone who is... Uh, sort of halfway up the wall and completely blending into the wall. Blending into like a painting. <laughs> There's like a, like a Monet like on the wall. You've got like your hands on either side of it. I'm just a like work of art. The <laughs> and it just blinks every so often. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's me. And right. also in the corner for half of a second. I would describe her. Is was a bird lady. Terrifying <laughs> bird lady. And my whole costume. Is black shorts and a black tube top because that is easiest to put on when you have giant wings coming out of your back. <laughs> Fair. Okay. And so, did the harpy just leave, or did she like try and grab something and leave? Did she? Ooh. What's in grabbing distance? Oh, um, well, anything that looks expensive. I can't see her. I can't grab a vet. She's invisible. <laughs> um. Yeah. There's probably like a. Like a an expensive like statue. Awesome! Thing. I take the statue, use it to smash the window, and then fly out. If anyone asks, I needed it. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. I forgot that I was holding it. It was, it was the rush of the moment. I was so scared uh-huh. by that spooky statue lady. Yeah. Oh, uh, to describe what Epimethea looks like, uh, she is an eight foot tall woman made out of pure bronze, wearing um, Greek armor, also. Ma- yeah, bronze. Can you actually have pure bronze? Yeah. 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 No, wait. Because it's a yeah, it's two no, metals it's mixed together. Not, not actually. Alloy. Not actually. Yeah. Okay. Oh wait, bronze. And it occasionally has bits of lead. So, so how pure? Is there any lead, <laughs> or is it just tin and copper? It's science. <laughs> it's not even actually made of bronze. It just looks like it's. Well, yeah, but it. She looks like a bronze statue of an eight foot tall woman, uh, in Greek armor. Uh, she's. Uh, uh, has a big shield with a Medusa face on it, Ooh. and uh, she has a yes. It's specifically a Medusa face because uh, because she's the one who froze the people. Um, she's in her other hand. She has what looks like a a very large blacksmith's hammer. Um, she's also wearing a satchel that has a bunch of uh, what looks like iron uh, lightning bolts sticking out of it, and she's wearing. A uh, pair of gloves that uh, have a spider motif to them. Mm. 
And, uh... So, yeah. Basically, Epimethea looks awesome, and next to that, my character is pretty much, like, a very lame excuse for a superhero. Or, uh, and, well, and she's also kind of following, like, a pup, like a lost puppy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. She was More like, like Kiki's delivery service. Is yeah. What I'm saying. Yeah. No broom though. Not only that, but oh, she's that sucks. <laughs> she's looking around like an excited kid on a field trip. Yeah. So not seeing Epimethea come in, being a little focused um, <clears throat> on the so um, the the man uh, being held by uh, Brandon or Mr. Medium is uh, looks like a uh, uh, balding older businessman type um, whose nice suit is being rump crumpled and. Uh, Messed up by the large man holding uh, him above his head. Um. <clears throat> In the background, the wall that the uh, that Gene is basically grabbing onto is slowly starting to move away, and like it's almost like there was a door that's there and it's slowly being peeled backwards. <clears throat> um. All right. So. <clears throat> oh, right there. You're gonna tell me what I need to know, or I'm gonna have to file a report with your face into this desk. Alright, so, Abby Media sees all this, it's like, Alright boys, you've got two options. You can either come along quietly, or you can come along very quietly. What does the last one mean? The last one means I'm going to knock them unconscious. Oh! Is that what superheroes do? Y- yes, that's, that, that, that is what superheroes do to, <gasps> to villains who resist arrest. Oh! Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Come on. Hold on a second. I almost got... All right. Well... There. That, no. Epi- you do not... Does, do either of you immediately... I let go of... Uh, well, I, with that, I let go of the of the man, allowing him to topple to the ground. <laughs> Whoa, hey there. Uh, you're Epimethea, right? The big, strong, tough Greek one. <laughs> yes. Hey, uh... <laughs> This maybe looks a little bad, but this guy is a real scumbag. <laughs> Give me a persuasion check. <laughs> I'm persuaded. I don't know what's going on. You're not even there. <laughs> You're not even there, man. Um, two, two ones scraping by at the bottom. <laughs> okay. So it's about as persuasive as the sentence actually was. Yeah. So it doesn't look like she's going to buy it. So we're going to start combat immediately. Wait a, wait a minute. He's the villain? Woo, no, little lady. I'm a true hero. Okay, hold on a sec. So why did we... I forget what we talked about last time. Why did my character go to this place? Uh, like, what's going on here? To get, Shenanigans to, of the main villains. Well, maybe we should actually give a little bit of a... So, and this is me. And yeah. this is how it happened. <laughs> All right. Oh, so, I'm just wondering how I got here. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. Like, rewind. So, so, to explain what happened this morning, it's been like two weeks ago. Um, Brandon Hart chasing down the evil media empire that he is, uh, hurt. Um, that hurt him. Yeah, that hurt him. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, he went to a uh, local bar named. It doesn't have a name. The Rusty Skillet. <laughs> no, it has no name. It's just a sketchy... The, the bar with no name. It's just a door, and there's like a red light bulb above. Yeah. And the light bulb turns on when it's open. Yep. That's it. So, uh, entering into the, the bar with no name, um, uh, he ran into the uh, abrasive but, go- but 
you know, soft-hearted and... Abrasive, yet goal-oriented. 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 Barkeep, Azalea, um, asking her for leads I on... told him to get lost and then stick my goons on him, but then he, he actually won the fight, and so I gave him a shot of tequila. Yep. Uh, eventually, um, convinc- convincing her to give him information on who, on uh, which of the media empire's uh, stooges might have information that might help him further his quest for vengeance. Um, he was accompanied by his uh, temporary partner. Yeah, that's it. So. Um, yeah, the temporary partner who we both met after both going after the same guy, mm-hmm. thinking we were that guy and fighting each other until realizing, ah, this is a huge misunderstanding. Let's fight crime. Yeah. <laughs> so we formed a temporary... Me and uh, Harry have formed a temporary alliance. Um, who is Harry? Gene! Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know him as Sation. Yeah, so... Sation? Sorry. Sorry. Go back. How do you spell that? S-E-I-S-H-I-N. Sation. Okay. So, so Mr. Medium and Sation have a... Uh, <clears throat> have formed a temporary alliance to fight this... To find this... this scumbag and find out the incriminating information about him. Which um, we were about to get until we were rudely interrupted. Yeah. Yes. Um, and yes, rudely interrupted. That's that's how you would explain it. So that. after after leaving the bar, um and a uh well while while we were hearing this, somebody actually overheard us mm. what we were talking about. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, so that was That's you. you. Yes! <laughs> we're talking about, about you. So I overheard you, and I was curious to see what you were up to? Is that who? Yeah, that's what you said. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and uh, following us, and after we left, and we were followed by an invisible teenage ninja lizard yeah. girl. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and then I went along, because she's alright. Yeah. I, and I like violence. <laughs> I seemed, I smell violence on the wind. <laughs> And maybe personal gain. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. After fighting our, our way up the uh, building to the penthouse, we uh, ended up in the scenario that we are currently in, where Epimethea responds to a call with. Um, she doesn't have a superhero name yet. Basically, she's just trying it out. She's just figuring it out as she goes. Okay, well, for Aquaman. Kari. And why does Kari follow Epimethea? Well, because she's seeing all these people that are using their magical abilities for all these different reasons, but mainly to help people, so maybe this is what spellcasters in the real world do. So, yeah. Okay. So not an inform- so an informal sidekick, essentially. Yeah. yeah. She's just going along for the ride and seeing like what spellcasters... Yeah, she's seeing what spellcasters in this world actually do. Since she believes Epimethea is actually using magic and not just a lady in a suit. <laughs> well, yeah, like... What else would it be? Yeah. Why would she, she lie? Know about <laughs> it's like the opposite of like advanced science. But, oh no, is it the opposite? Or is it just the actual... Science yeah. is advanced enough, yeah. it looks like magic. Indistinguishable yeah. from magic, yes. But in her case, everything looks like magic. Yeah. Super advanced magic. <laughs> what is this toaster? Yeah. <laughs> oh uh-huh. Where's the salamander within that heats the toast? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so I need sense orders from anybody still in combat. Alright. Uh, I guess I'm I saw the Popo and I was like, "Hey, bye." Because Epimedia is pretty well known as being the law, the law, the unofficial law. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I'm gonna fight anyone. I'm just gonna see what happens. All right, <laughs> all right. I, all right, I have sense two. Either way. Okay. I have sense three. I have sense two as well. Okay. So I wonder who gets to go first. <laughs> Maybe Epimedia. 
No, no, Epimedia. Well, opposite. It's all right, go last. Yes. yes. All right. We meant the same thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. We know how this system works. <laughs> yes. We are good at these games. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so what should... give you a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta earn it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So which one of uh, Brandon or... Kari. Uh, Kari. Who wants to declare first? Does anybody have a declare first power that they um, want to be using? No. Um, no. Nope. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, sure. Let, let, what, what's, what's Kari doing? How, okay. how is she helping the situation? Okay. You know what? Maybe this is all one big misunderstanding, and maybe we can just talk about this. So what Kari's going to do is she's going to use one of her spells on Jean to try at... No, not Jean. Sorry. Uh, Brandon. Brandon. Yeah. To try and, well, not incapacitate him really, but just kind of, you know, maybe set the mood a little bit. She's going <laughs> to use this. Set the mood. <laughs> She's going to use how old? 21. Okay. It's legal. It's legal. <laughs> uh, so, no crimes. No crimes on this podcast. <laughs> Except for the ones fighting. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. So, uh, she's going to use her levitate spell, and she's going to make uh, Brandon float in the air uncontrollably. All right, uh, Brandon realizes that he can't convince Epimetheus, so he's going to go try to help Jean uncover the the evil plot. Mm. So he's going to run over and... But so what, so what, what is Jean doing right now? Basically, it looks like that there's the, the supposed to be some sort of like secret door behind a concrete wall, and more or less he's prying the concrete off to get to it. Okay. Um, Brandon is going to run up and let's see. <clears throat> see if any of these moves are specifically useful at that. Oh, yeah. He's going to run up and drop kick the wall. Oh, and try to knock the wall over. Alright. Okay. What's Gene going to do? Alright. So, Gene sees the drop kick coming and he gets out of the way and he is going to prepare to engage Epimethea. When all of a sudden he sees Kari, who, if we back up a couple weeks before, yeah, Jean was basically out for pretty much a morning stroll doing some errands when he sees a young woman about to walk pretty much into the middle of traffic. Yeah, using the power of his spirit, he basically manages to grab her by the scruff of the neck and pull her back. Oh, you gotta be more careful. You almost got smacked. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that's neat. What's his name? Wait, you can see him too. Uh, yeah? Am I not supposed to see him? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this leads to Jean basically meeting Car- uh, meeting Kari, and more or less figuring out that other people can also see his spirit, not just him and his father. Um, they basically get to talking, and Jean, more or less being a huge bit of a sap, is basically finds out that she doesn't really have a place to stay, so offers to temporarily put her up in his house. Which she accepts. Yes. So, cutting back to the present day, uh, Gene attempts to use his spirit to subdue Epimethea, because he's turning around and more acting on instinct before he sees Kari. Okay. Anybody else going to do anything? Well, so that leaves Epimethea. Uh, let's see. She kills you all. <laughs> I use my death laser be my man and you're all dead. <laughs> Immediately. Oh, oh wait, what's your sense? Uh, eight. Oh, oh my eight. god! So... Right. So actually, that would be Yvette first. Yvette, are you going to do anything apart from hiding? Um, no, I'm just going to chill. <laughs> Max, chillax. Yeah, right. chillax. My sense you is got this. It's fun. Yeah, so Epimethea is going to use her uh, 
Spinners of Arachne to uh, web up uh, Gene and uh, Random. Cool. Okay. Um, pinning is a brawling action, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's brawl, then grapple, then pin, I think? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, two tenths, nice. Going off at width three? Three. Uh, width. I'm going to use the willpower. Give me a second. Uh, width four. Width four? So at two tens, uh, Epimethea, you are suddenly grappled by an invisible force. You can kind of feel that there's something there, but like you can only see like a vague instance of that there's something like holding you. Okay. All right. So being grappled, Epimethea can't use powers on anybody but the thing grappling her. Mm-hmm. So that's. So you weren't aiming towards. Well, you weren't. Wasn't one of the aiming. Things? I was aiming at Gene, not Gene Spirit. Yeah. And technically, okay. it's a, a separate power. Yep. So, so Epimethea can't do anything this round. Yes. All right. Ha! We got her. All right. With. Two. Uh, I got three sevens. Oh, three sevens? So, uh, just while all of this is going on and stuff, Kari just very nonchalantly walks up to Jean and, look, maybe we can just talk about this. Uh, hold on. Just one sec. And she taps him on the shoulder. Wait, not Jean. Sorry, Brandon. Brandon. Yeah. Brandon. Why do I keep calling you Jean? I don't know. Jean? <laughs> so, uh, there's a yellow ripple that spreads across her body, and then suddenly you feel your feet leave the floor. And then you find yourself just floating uncontrollably. Does that me? I didn't take damage, right? No. Nope. Okay. What does this power actually do to me? Uh, it just makes you float uncontrollably. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> okay. Sounds great. All right. Um, first, so for a second, since I'm the last person, um, so getting like confused for a second, um, Brandon eventually realizes that he no longer is, has any weight. So. Reaching back, he uses the desk as leverage, kicks off the desk, and does a flying drop kick into the wall <laughs> at incredibly high speed because he can't slow down. All right, so how much damage did that do? Uh, it actually only does uh, shock damage, but it's two fives, but it has two ranks of boosters. So the idea being that this is a high knockback ability. So yeah. I, I, again, how much how much damage it does to the wall is up to you. Okay, um, I'll say that that. Oh. Also, where I bounce after I hit the wall is up to you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't control myself because I'm floating now. Um, I'll say that you you put a big, pretty big dent in it, and like the the concrete is looser, but it's not all the way like fallen open yet. Okay. All right. Oh. And then you just kind of like you're, you just, you just, bouncing off the walls. Yeah, you just kind of bounce in the opposite direction. Okay. Oh. That works on my siblings all the time when I need them to listen to me. I'm used to high-flying action, though. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which, of course, I don't know about. Yeah. Huh. Have your siblings ever used the chair? So at this point, Gene <laughs> turns around and goes, Ah, uh, looks like I'm going to have to deal with... Wait, Kari? And at this point, you also see Gene's spirit wrapping itself basically around Epimethea. Wait, Gene? Uh, Ixne on the aim say. Oh, sorry. Uh, on the same? Mister? <laughs> Wait, what are you doing here? Well, I can ask you the same thing. Well, we're tra- Are you a villain? <laughs> no, I'm not a villain. No, like, look, we, we can just break open this wall. We'll show you why you're here in the first place. <laughs> All right. Uh... So, back to the start of, of Declaration. Uh-huh. Um... Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to try and use diplomacy to see if Epimethea is willing to listen. Okay. 
So who's after me? Is uh, it Brandon? I am going. So I am. Can I? Am I still floating in the air now? Yes. I. That is levitation has duration. I'm guessing. Uh, Chris, does yep. levitation have duration on it? It does. Okay. Um, okay, do, do I need to do anything in terms of, like, uh, how does that impede my ability to move? Because it doesn't have any, like, bind or anything, right? It's just useful? Yeah, just useful. So, like, you can you can more or less do whatever. It's just going to be, like, I'll say drop a die because it's hard to maneuver. Okay, I'll just try to do the same thing again. Um, so I'm just gonna try to bounce off the off the desk that I hit into, and then shoot back at the door again. Okay. Bouncing yeah. ball back and forth. Yeah. You're basically like operating in zero gravity right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a high flying, high styling man. <laughs> As I'm like bouncing around. Okay. Uh, what does Gene and his spirit do? All right. Um. So if I want to maintain the grapple, I basically have to roll to do that, right? Yeah. Okay. So. Well, actually, I get a free action. I think he gets a free action to break the grapple. Okay. Is what it is. You can do whatever you want. Right. As long as you don't actually, like, de-grapple her. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah. So I'm going to disengage the spirit so you're no longer bound. And basically, I'm going to attempt to... I'm also going to attempt to be like, yo, 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 look. Give us, like, 15 seconds, and you will have all the evidence you need that we are totally in the right this time. <laughs> Except for that one that stole that thing and flew away. We don't know who she is. <laughs> yeah, no. Unrelated. Because, well, and, and in, in universe, the harpy literally flew in, saw what was happening, flew out, right? <laughs> no. Wait, how did... Did you, did did you, you ever reveal yourself to them? No, I haven't revealed myself to them. So, yeah, it was kind of an awkward uh, situation. I'm just like, what's going to happen next? How are we going to be Damn, I wish I had popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait a minute. Okay, so are you guys... Um, you're looking for evidence. Is it in like a wall safe, or is it like? Yeah, because I thought because maybe actually, while you're talking, I can just. Unlock no, I thought what actually happened was that you, Joey, Brandon, convinced Yvette's character to go while we were still in the bar. I, I, I well, in, yeah. in previous or did under, I overhear it or like, in I previous know. chat, what I, the the understanding was that me and uh, that and Jean. Um, Went to go do the the job. The um, yeah, the job. Yvette, Yvette slash um, Darian. Darian followed us because she was like, "Oh, I'm gonna be a hero. I'm gonna like go and like help out in some way." But eventually saw that we were just like punching people, and then decided to like just kind of like follow from behind and see what what happened, which ended up her getting stuck in this situation right now. Yeah. Um, and you followed her because she's a regular at the bar, and that. No, she's, she's my bus. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, she's a bu- she's bus your girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, you needed her to do the dishes for you because you don't want to do all the dishes by yourself. Sure, if she dies, who will do the dishes? Yes, and that was you were there to keep her safe. But then when it, when the cops showed up, you bailed on her because you're bad friends. <laughs> Have the cops showed up? Oh, the Epimedia. Epimedia is the cop. The law has arrived. The man. In the big suit, big metal man. Ha! But yeah, so that's okay. that was the recap from what I remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It seems weird, but okay, whatever. All right. So yeah, 
So what are <laughs> so what are you doing now? Because you um, can clearly see that we've been trying to get to something behind a wall, more or less. Okay, so is it just like if I like tear open this wall? Well, there's already a hole. If you could slip through the hole, you could probably get in like from behind. Pull right? some money out. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll try, try to like, find money. some evidence and like while I'm hidden and try to like speed up along for them. Because yeah. <laughs> I see that you guys may be getting beat. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so yeah, I will. I guess. Is it real obvious that you're going through this? Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. super obvious. Okay. Yeah. You, so and it would just be you trying to squeeze. So go over there. It would be yeah, you trying to squeeze into the the gap that we've created while I'm trying to knock it open. Okay. So athletics. Uh, it would be sneaking, wouldn't it? Because she's trying to get in without being seen. Oh yeah. Stealth. Yeah, so it'd be sn- stealth. Yeah. Yeah. It's what a coincidence. <laughs> Alright, and Ebenezer is going to uh, roll perception to try and find out what just grappled her. Mm. It was your conscience. <laughs> it's me, your conscience. I've got nothing. So I know what I'm going to say. Let's just get along. Ooh. Forgot it. The, the description of Ebenezer has 10 so in perception. <laughs> Don't you have... Um, did you play Wiggle Dark? I do. Mm. So I stealth that pretty well. <laughs> oh, wow. Nice. Despite having 10 dice, that makes it into super great. Um, okay. Going off it with five, Harry? Nope. I'm not attacking. All right. Three. Anybody? Nope. You missed four, but yeah. <laughs> Does, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, okay, so at... Um, I with three? Uh, actually, no. I'll use... I'm going to use all... all uh, a more precise set. A more precise set. So okay. So with three, two, with two tens. <laughs> okay. So at two tens, you like throw toss over, toss the evidence out. Yeah. Uh, so very. So it's raining. We're just like where did this come? What the? <laughs> okay. Uh, two nines. Uh, two nines. So having now seen all of the evidence, various flash drives, piles of money, just start being thrown out of the hole. Is it what? Yeah, yeah, like that. That's totally what we were after. Like, here. And he grabs one of the USB drives, and he hands it to Epimethea, and he's like, you can take a look at this, right? Uh, and you feel the presence that was holding you sort of, like, relax. Okay. Uh, not being able to stop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no! Stay true to the rules, yeah. Joe. Yep. Not being able to stop. If from from an outer view of the building, you would hear a loud burst and then see see stuff shoot out of the window <laughs> as I as Brandhart shoots into the area with all the illicit evidence <laughs> and some of it is blown out the sides of the building. That's a lot of evidence. So there's like papers and shit shooting out. No! Is this guy uh-uh. still in his house? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, he's been doing things he just hasn't been he's probably hiding under the desk he's been listening to really loud music in the basement he's rapidly smashing the silent alarm button yeah uh, pretty much Epimethea all of this stuff that's going out the windows and is flying through the air how important is it? very okay okay so at this point Epimethea is like well there's evidence of something here I don't know how illegal it is, but I don't want it to, like, fall onto the street. So she's going to fly... She is disengaging from combat. Is anybody going to continue hostilities? No. No. I'm, I'm stuck in the evidence room. Yeah. I can't get out. Yeah. Why? Because it's... I'm, I'm probably under a pile of something. Yeah. Oh. Like a, like a bookshelf landed Money. on me. Uh, and, right. I, and, I, and I can't get a good control over my body because I'm still weightless. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, I'm stuck! Uh, trapped! 
bamboozled in here. Ah! Medium, you all right? I'm good. <laughs> yeah, you sure, Should buddy? Should I go help him? Uh, sure. Uh, actually, help me grab all of this. Okay. I'll deal with him. Don't worry. Yeah. So Evamita will, will fly around and like gather papers and stuff that's going out the window. Yep. Kari will do the same thing. All right. So eventually, um, you manage to pull Mr. Medium out of the uh, out of the hole he's created. Is yeah, he's still floating? All right. Hold on a second. And. You see my spirit sort of grab you with a hand, and I lead you like a balloon out of the room. <laughs> okay, so... I give you a thumbs up. Abamethia <laughs> will, once she's got all the papers and, like, does a quick, like, look through them, walks into the safe room, and, uh, like, sitting off to the side on a desk, luckily out of the range of fire, is a laptop. And Abamethia uh, goes up to it. I will take this metal book of knowledge and find the truth of, of your words, uh, myself. If you prove to be truly after an evildoer, we may see each other again. If not, we definitely will. <laughs> and then she flies out. Wait, but oh. but I need that. Uh, uh. Oh, sorry. I should deactivate that. Just a sec. Uh, could you let go of them? Okay. And one. Wait. And two. Well, okay. And what are you talking about? Do. Slap. <laughs> um. <laughs> Oh, I should have... You alright, buddy? Oh, I just feel like I got hit by a pile driver. Oh. I'm good. Sorry. Oh. I'm strong. Okay. I'm fine. I'm now, okay. Speaking of which, where did that businessman get off to? Yeah, so... <laughs> yeah, so he's uh, actually, like, half out the door. And there you can he hear, is. And you can hear the uh, sounds of, like, boots tromping upstairs. Oh, that doesn't sound good. Oh, oh shit, it's the cops. Um, <clears throat> the real cops. Uh, let's uh, let's make ourselves uh, scarce here, buddy. Let's hold, go. Hold on a sec. I grab one of the sections of concrete and I basically embed it in like the door. That ought to keep him busy. All right, Kari, come on. I throw you basically over my shoulder and we take off. I can fly, you know. You know what? I'm not a little kid. Not fast enough. Uh-huh. All right. With that, um, with that, I like how still nobody knows that. Uh... I'm here. I'm gonna <laughs> climb out the window. Just. Down the side. Yeah. So I jump out the uh, I jump out the window uh, with like a with like a leap a two footed leap. See you at the bar. Yeah, is that our meeting place? Yeah. <laughs> I can't control my trajectory. <laughs> oh no. Well, I can't change direction in midair. So oh, you've got that uh, Arthur from Ghosts and Goblins jump. <laughs> you mean a real jump? Yes. <laughs> my jump doesn't have no physics. Yeah. So yeah, um, so once we get a good distance away from the building, I will put Kari back on her two feet. Yeah, sorry about that, it's usually a bit uh, bumpy, but I try and keep it as level as possible. Uh-huh. And now that there's sort of a moment, the front side of Gene is basically the same sort of long coat. He's wearing a baseball cap and a pair of like dark aviator sunglasses and a bandana. So what were you doing up there anyway? And uh, why was he such a bad guy? Well, look... Let's just say that he might, may or may not have had something to do with some really bad stuff that's happening. Oh. Be part of a bad organization. Oh. So, yeah. Evil wizards? From a certain perspective, I wonder, yes. I wonder when we tell her that there are people that aren't wizards. No. <laughs> not everybody's a wizard. <laughs> so, yeah. Gene will uh, basically, like, take off his, now that he's out of sort of thing, he takes off his costume. He takes off his superheroing costume. Stuffs it in a bag he stashed somewhere, and it's like, all right, 
Ah, I'm hungry. You want to grab dinner? Oh boy, what are we having today? Uh, let's try congee. You haven't had congee before, right? What's congee? Ah, perfect. Let me tell you about noodles and how they're delicious. And then fade to black. <laughs> yes. We don't need to make this your noodle lecture. Yes, no. That's its own part. Noodles are... <laughs> Okay. supplementary to this podcast. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listentothesenerds at gmail.com.